Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what was it like coaching the Panthers in the 90s at the old Miami Arena? And he said it was in a bad end of town. And the police told him, when you come to a red light around the arena, don't stop. Keep rolling through because they'll come and steal your car. And he was driving an 86 Toyota Corolla. So he said he came up to a red light and he didn't stop. He rolled through the red intersection and some local yelled at him, don't worry, we wouldn't steal that piece of garbage. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, that was uh, Doug McLean's story on our latest Cats and Bolts podcast where Serena and I talk NHL hockey with a Florida twist. Thank you to Doug McLean. And the entire Florida hockey community has been awesome helping us out. But we're here on the RP Show talking football on a football Friday. And just ahead of Jim Clubber Lang, I appreciate everybody sitting through. The technical problems are all mine. Put it on me. Put it on me. In a world where everybody likes to point fingers, not here. It's my fault. Hit the wrong button here. Producer Clark's gone. As you know, Moose is gone. It's not Tuna Turner's fault, our fill-in producer. That's a fact. Tuna Turner. That's his name. He's simply the best, right, Tuna? What's love got to do with it? And just before we bring in, Director Jordan's here as well, but none of this is ever. It's not him. No, he's the best. He is the most solid guy on this crew. He's done more shows than anybody else. So before we bring in Clubber, and we're going to have fun. And thank you to Jim Barker, by the way, because we lost audio near the end of his interview. But he got it. He said all he needed to say. Here's a sports update for you. You people, as we are Canada's number one daytime sports talk show, thank you. Coming your way on Game Plus Television. And, of course, Metro Atlanta, WQEE, where we are, Atlanta's NHL show. Thursday night was a jam-packed one in the National Hockey League. Austin Matthews scored a hat-trick as the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Calgary Flames 4-3, snapping a four-game slide. The red-hot Edmonton Oilers won their 12th in a row. They beat Seattle 4-2. The Ottawa Senators dominated the Montreal Canadiens 6-2. And the Vancouver Canucks. Hung on for a 2-1 victory over the Arizona Coyotes. There are four games tonight, including the Florida Panthers here, home to the Minnesota Wild on Star Wars night. Nerds unite tonight at American Bank Arena. I can't wait. Former Raptors star 
uh, Spicy P. Pascal Siakam was expected to make his debut for the Pacers tonight in Portland. Raptors traded the two-time All-Star to Indy on Wednesday for a package that included three first-round picks. The Raptors face the Knicks Saturday. And uh, our sports updates are brought to you by Common Con Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience, visit commoncrown.ca. And for landmark cinemas in theaters now, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic, Mean Girls, now playing at Landmark Cinemas. Okay, so let's please bring in Jim Clubber-Lang, Canada's foremost NFL expert. Thank you, Jimbo, for sitting through all of that preamble. And an hour ago, Rod Black, like yourself, an iconic Toronto and Canadian broadcaster, Rod Black was on, and he said his big story, we opened the show with the big story. What is it in your world? He says, for him, it's the Raptors. Is it for you? No, no. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> a big story that Pascal Siakam was traded, but the Raptors' cachet has fallen on hard times uh, with the team's record. But right now, it's the Leafs. The Leafs dominate the headlines. Mm. Uh, the blown leads going into last night's game at Calgary was a major, major issue in the Toronto sports landscape. Um, there are so many things at play here. The Leafs are... Right now, if the season ended, they play Florida in the first round of the playoffs. And if you're even a Leafs fan, being realist, realistic, like I don't know if they can beat Florida right as they're constituted right now in a first round playoff series, uh, especially some of their the issues they're having holding leads. And it, it's it's it is the Dallas Cowboys of Canadian sports. It's constant drama, the constant soap opera. Um, it's almost like a manic depressive thing. Every win is multiplied by 10 every loss is fire Keith get rid of this one blow it up um the Leaf fans just they I don't know what it is it's it's getting worse over the years and maybe part of it is seeing other teams win other teams be successful but uh the up and down emotions of the roller coaster Leaf Nation have are unlike anything I've seen recently Rod I gotta tell you well, there's no wrong answer to what's your big story because it's different for no. everybody. And Rod Black joined us right from Scotiabank Arena. He was down there for some things, the Raptors media availability or something. I don't even know what Blackie's doing now, but um, I, 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 I'm sure for you overall, it's the NFL in your own mind. And in Toronto, it's the Leafs. I will say this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh -huh. No, I mean, it, it, for me right now, it's kind of like, like one and one a, I mean, because it's NFL playoffs, but uh, the drama surrounding the Leafs and everything is it's pretty close, Rod. It's pretty close. Okay, uh, I, I will indulge Randy from Winnipeg because he's a P one viewer. He was with us every day, and he says, "Any thoughts on the no goal by the Flames last night?" TSN made it sound like the video referee was the first star. Uh, listen. Kudos to Sheldon Keefe for having the presence of mind and a good coaching staff to, to call that hand pass that didn't even really look like a hand pass, but they got the challenge. He's four for four, and the Leafs go on to win 4-3. I laugh because Jermaine Franklin, we both know him very well. He yeah, said, this is yeah. why everybody hates the Leafs, if you saw his tweet, because of calls like that. I'm like, no, that's not why everybody hates the Leafs, Frankie. We have our other reasons. But Jermaine, Jermaine, think about it. I mean, if if... You know, if it was Calgary up a goal and the Leafs, they, their video coach caught them doing a hand pass, he would have wanted them to say something to the bench and say, you got to call that and get video review. Any team that, if, if, I mean, if it's in the rules and your video coach is on the ball and calls down to, uh, to the bench and says, you got to challenge that, 
and it goes your way. Well, that's that's part of the game. That is part of the game of pro sports. Is we've seen it in every kind of sport right now. Is the good challenge and the bad challenge. And right now, the video coach being on the ball in the moment uh, and realizing, wait a second, that's that's a penalty or that's a hand pass or whatever it is, and challenging it and being successful is big. I mean, we've seen this in every level of sports. The bad challenges. Uh, blow up in your face but the good challenges can make a big difference between winning and losing and in pro sports right now especially in the nhl i'm fighting especially really good teams they're all within a few games of each other there really is no margin for error rock so if you don't make that call and you find out after the pack was a hand pass i mean sheldon keith was going to be roasted on a spit in toronto we have gone to the dogs feed that yeah, thing Whatever. I know. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Hey. Wait, hey, what is that dog's name? Candy? What's it? No, Mon that's Vanstone's dog. What? Monty. Okay. Okay. It's, okay Monty. We have a regular viewer. Monty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, Monty. Who does Monty cheer for in the NFL? <laughs> uh, great. Well, I tell you what, she was cheering for the Packers last weekend because she was blown away how good Jordan Love was. And uh, she does have an affinity for the Buffalo Bills because she likes cold weather. But um yeah no it's um uh i i think for me last week and the biggest thing of anything was two young quarterbacks cj sprout and jordan love playing as well as they did basically mistake-free football making big plays and out playing bigger batter better opponents to come up with playoff victories it was phenomenal to see phenomenal well here's where we got some time to settle in man and um I'm sure you enjoyed when you were doing mornings all those years on Fan 590, these types of discussions where we can just yeah. sit down and talk about the, yeah, the items in sports. And before we get to the Cowboys' decision to bring back Mike McCarthy, I saw somebody say coming out of Wild Card Weekend that the football gods are never wrong. They always get it right. And the Detroit Lions are still playing, and the Dallas Cowboys are not. And they're referring right. to the infamous... Uh, yeah. not reporting or who reported, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you agree? Like, I agree with that. I full-on agree with that. The football gods and the hockey gods, they'll always sort it out. Do you see some poetic justice there that the Lions are I still mean, going and Dallas is not? There, there is a little bit, Rod, but I, I think I also want to give Dan Campbell and the front office and the Lions credit for what they built there. When they went in there, the Lions were at complete rock bottom. They were building from scratch. They brought in Jared Goff, who was a cast-off in L.A. Uh, they've, their drafting has been nothing short of brilliant. And, they, and Dan Campbell had to convince his players that Detroit can win, that the Lions can win. For years, they just can't. I mean, 30 years without a playoff win. And he can, what am I saying, 32 years. And he convinced them that they could do it and get it done and be a winner. And so it's, they drafted phenomenal. They've built really strong offensive and defensive lines. Um, they rebuilt Jared Goff's, uh, Jared Goff's confidence, and he's got that, I know, it factor about him as a coach. As a player, how could you not want to play for him? How could you not want to perform for him? They always talk about that, I'd run through the wall for that guy. That's Dan Campbell. And you saw Eminem and all these Detroit legends cheering them on. I've been to Ford Field a number of times. It's a very underrated stadium. When it's loud, it's very loud. And it's a big advantage for them, knowing that you've you've reignited a beaten down fan base who for years felt like they were never going to win. It was always someone else. And now they're like, wait a sec. We won our first playoff game since January of 92. 
And we are, we could beat Tampa Bay and make it to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, well, hey, while you tend to your dog, Monty, and by the way, Monty's been great, so uh, you're good. I want to read you this. Sure. I want to read you this from a preview of that Tampa-Detroit game. Where is it? Uh, Baker Mayfield followed up his best season with an excellent performance in a 32-9 victory over Philadelphia on Monday. But Gardner Johnson, a Detroit cornerback, wasn't all that impressed. He praised the Buccaneers' wide receivers this week and added they'd be even better with a good quarterback. Baker shot back by questioning whether Gardner Johnson's watched any film because he mentioned Bucks receiver Russell Gage as one of the dangerous playmakers, and he's been injured all year. The trash talk on the field should be fun. I think it's stupid if you're going to trash talk Baker Mayfield. He's my guy, but he's the kind of guy that goes out and lights it up because of stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, Baker will be, I think he'll be decent. I think the big concern if I'm Dan Campbell and the Lions is how well the Buccaneers defense has played the last four weeks of the season and into the postseason. I mean, their defense in the first half of the season was mediocre at best. And Todd Bowles has made his bones in the NFL as a defensive coach, and it shows in the last month. And you saw it last week, and they were uh, uh, Vita Vea, their outstanding defensive tackle, and the rest of that defense, they were one of the first teams this year to stop the Eagles in the tush push of the goal line. I mean, up until then, that's the one thing that's worked time and time again for the Eagles is almost that, that um, rugby scrum pushing uh, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts into the end zone. They stopped it cold. And so the Buccaneers defense is, is going to be a problem for the Lions. And that's, I think that's my concern for Dan Campbell. I can basically go toe-to-toe in a lot of different levels, a lot of different phases of the game. But how Jared Goff and the offense can um, counteract that Buccaneers defense will be very, very interesting. So Jim Barker was with us last hour, and I asked him about the Cowboys' decision to keep Mike McCarthy. And I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'll recuse myself from being objective. I wanted him right. gone. I don't think Jim cares. And he was like, I was very, very surprised that they kept Mike McCarthy. So how about you? I, not only was I surprised, I was surprised how quickly Jerry Jones and the Cowboys front office announced it. Um, but often what happens is with NFL rules, you can't really talk to uh, coaches in, uh, who, who are still in the playoffs until a certain point it, deep into the playoffs that you, now you can say, I can talk to the 49ers defensive coordinator or you know the Ravens defense, whatever it is. So I thought, well, why don't they wait a couple weeks and see how the playoffs shape up and maybe there's someone out there. But right away, they just named McCarthy. I, I mean, he did win 12 games in the regular season each of the last three years. So there is some good points to what he does. The offense wasn't horrible, but their defense got torched, absolutely torched by the Green Bay Packers and Jer you know, Jordan Love. So, I mean, that's, I mean, is he going to get a defensive, different defensive coordinator? Is he going to change the defense? I mean, I think up until that game, that's been one of the strong points of Dallas this year is their defense. So I'm, I'm kind of confused, but I mean, here's what I'm not confused. I don't think Jerry Jones's ego could have handled Bill Belichick basically running the show. Because uh, Bill Belichick has had a second interview or about to have a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. And I don't think the Atlanta front office and their ownership would have any trouble with Bill having quite a bit of power if he takes over the Atlanta Falcons. They'd say, here, what, what do you want? What do you need? Rich McKay would be the president, but Bill would have a lot of say in personnel and that and maybe just maybe jerry jones wasn't willing to give that much power 
and that much clout to Bill Belichick because of his own ego. Where, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, I think they're making a smart play to bring a guy like Bill Belichick in because there's some talent in Atlanta. And I'd really, really, really be interested to see what Bill Belichick can do with that team, especially in a division that is not outstanding. I mean, the Bucs won with nine games. You win 10 games, you win the division, right? So, I mean, it's a good situation for him to go into if that deal comes to play. And I think it's going to be quite interesting. And I think that at the end of the day, Jerry just couldn't handle the thought of Bill being the spot. I mean, that's what happened with Jimmy Johnson. I mean, Jerry couldn't stand the fact that all the praise was going to Jimmy Johnson when they were a Super Bowl team. And he felt he should get some of the praise. And it's it's been blowing up in their face for 20 years since. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's very, very... Well, you st- what do you think about the Leafs comparisons? I think it's very accurate to Dallas. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, franchises that make a boatload of money, hugely popular in TV and social media, merchandise and everything, but playoff failure, playoff failure. And it's it's interesting. You've got to go back to almost the last time Dallas was really good in the postseason to when the Leafs were consistently good in the postseason. And isn't that interesting? Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities. Teams that make... Unbelievable money. And let's face it, Dallas in the NFL and the Leafs in the NHL are the two most valuable franchises in the respective leagues. Yeah, so what's the incentive to win? (laughs) Again, trust me, I get it. Now, I got to ask you this. We do have a gang here in South Florida that gets together, and some are football inside guys, coaching industry guys. And it was weeks ago, right after Belichick got toasted in New England, they said he was going to Atlanta. And I kind of sit here and wonder, is this all predetermined? I kind of have a sense that it is. And and it's just a smoke screen for everybody. I'm not not claiming Theron Fleury anti-vax conspiracies, but I'm just saying overall, do you think the Falcons know who they're hiring, and, and Mike Vrabel knows where he's going. And, and f- above all, Jim Harbaugh knows where he's going, despite kind of dangling Michigan on a contract extension, but talking to the Chargers and talking to the Falcons and I think talking to the Raiders. Do you think this is all a smokescreen? I, no, I, I don't think it's a smokescreen. However, I, I think we would be naive, Rod, to think that conversations don't take place um, away from the spotlight where owners and team presidents speak to coaches and assistant coaches in a covert covert way so they're not blatantly breaking league rules to gauge the interest. Hey, if things don't work out in City A, would you be interested in coaching my team? I absolutely think those conversations take place. So that's, if you want to call that predetermined, sure, call it predetermined. But I think that's a, a business thing, right? I mean... In any level of business, whatever the business is, there's going to be times, I think, Rod, where rumors go out there that so-and-so may be leaving a certain company, certain team, certain organization. And if you hear about the rumor, you may just send them a note saying, hey, if this happens, I've heard about it, would you you be interested in working for us? So that's that's just business. And I, I do think those conversations happen in the NFL and pro sports all the time, Rod. B. Henderson in Winnipeg writes it and says, who is the Jerry Jones of the Leafs? 
I know what B. Henderson's saying. Who is that egotistical person? Right. It's not that. It's the prevailing attitude yeah. that we don't need to yeah. win and we're still going to make billions. That's, that's the similarity yeah. between the two. That's my read on that. Uh, we have a, had a new viewer from Franklin Square, New York. He nice. wrote in before the, the Eagles-Buccaneers game, watches on, I think, Altus Cable, cable Network there, uh, the Carries Game Plus. And he said, did we think Sirianni was going to get toasted if the Eagles lost, which they eventually did, and it wasn't even close, 32-9. to nine. Um, He still got a job, though. You think they bring him yeah. back? Well, I'm not sure about that. Um, the way the season ended for the Eagles, the way the playoffs, uh, you know, blew up in their face, um, reports of unrest in the locker room. There was the blow-up with Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard at the sideline. I know it seems crazy because he was just in the Super Bowl, but, you know, you could lose a team as much as you can gain it. And it, it, I have to think there are some serious conversations taking place with the owner, Jeff Lurie, and management and the front office. Like, if we get this coach, are we a better team? I mean, I, it, it has to happen. There's only there's only eight teams left in the NFL right now, and the Eagles aren't one of them. And by mid-November, this past mid-November, everyone assumed they were going to be in the NFC Championship game. I mean, they were just looked unbeatable. And then everything blew up in their face, and they're out, one and done. So, uh, yeah, it's, the conversations are being had. I, I, I don't know if it's going to take place, but we the, absolutely, I can't imagine they're not having conversations. If we could get this coach, are we a better team if he replaces Sirianni? And so whether or not they come up with an answer, and if maybe they think it's Mike Vrabel or Jim Harbaugh or somebody else, we don't know. But I, I absolutely think those conversations are being held. And until we know for sure that Sirianni's coming back, I wouldn't be too confident if I was him about whether or not I will be back. Yeah, well, if he is fired, I don't think any of us would be surprised. It's a little like, little like McCarthy. If he's brought back... I think we would be surprised. But they were just in yeah. the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> so we'll be back, and yeah. when we do come back, we will play Bet Regal Deal or No Deal with Jim Clubber Lang. So get ready, Jim. Nice. It is your NFL weekend picks with the point spread from Bet Regal. Okay. We decide whether you're going to take the bet or not. We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, 
Do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. As you can see, we're a very serious show here on the RP Show on a football Friday. We're very serious about curling, by the way, and the top men's teams in the country are thick into their season with their eyes on a trip to Regina in March for a spot in the 2024 Montana's Briar, presented by AGI. And tickets are on sale now for individual draws. They range from $24 to $70, depending on the draw and your seat. But all kids' tickets for all draws, everywhere in the house, $9.99 only, as Curling Canada is committed to providing affordable options so the entire family can enjoy this world-class event. Don't wait. Get your tickets now. Curling.ca slash tickets. Jim Clubberlang is with us. Canada's foremost NFL expert, Jim. Thank you for joining us for this segment that normally DuPont fills in for. I think you'll do far better than he does as we play. We play NFL deal or no deal for Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. I give the betting lines. Jim's getting inside whether he takes the bet or not for this weekend's divisional playoff games. And Jim, here we go. Saturday, the first game is the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar and company favored by 9.5. Are you taking that bet? I'm taking the Texans to cover. Ooh, which means you're not taking the bet. Thank no. you. I will take, I'll take Baltimore to blow them out. Later that night, it's the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers, and the Niners are favored by nine and a half. Are you taking that bet? No, I am not. Not taking that bet. I, I mean, that point spread's too much for me. I'm going to say Green Bay covers. I'm with Jim, not taking the bet either. On Sunday, Tampa Bay at Detroit. The lines get a little narrower. Lions favored by six and a half at Ford Field. Are you taking the bet? Mm, that's a big spread, but I'm believing in Dan Campbell, the Lions, and the Ford Field magic. I will take that bet. He's taking it. I'm not. Got to go with Baker. Baker's. Well, this Baker always delivers. And Kansas City at Buffalo, the game of the weekend. The Bills favored by two and a half in upstate New York. Are you taking the bet or not? No. They just announced the Bills will not have Gabe Davis, won't have safety Taylor Rapp, won't have a corner, cornerback Christian Benford. They're banged up. They've had trouble practicing this week. It's going to be a close game. And no, I'm not taking that bet. Okay, I will take the Bills to win and cover the two-and-a-half-point spread. Folks, okay. BetRegal.ca is our exclusive betting partner. Sign up today and start playing this weekend at BetRegal. It's so much fun when we do that. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. Now, oh, to, get serious, to get serious about it, though, um, well, you always were. I wasn't. Look at my outfit. <laughs> We talked with uh, Rod Black about it last hour. He's going to the game. Talked with Jim Barker about it as well. The venue changed. The Bills are very excited to have them in their park. They think they can finally beat him because it's in Buffalo. How are you on that bravado? Well, it, it definitely helps Buffalo at home. Now, the one thing that um, it's not as much of an advantage maybe some people think is the weather is actually going to clear up a little bit Sunday in Buffalo. It had been bad again through the week. They've actually, the players have had trouble actually even getting to the facility to practice this week, Rod. And they've had to do some of their meetings via Zoom remotely because the players simply couldn't get there. They had a bunch of the roads closed. 
So the preparation, there's issues there. They're banged up from the winter with the Steelers. The, the weather basically actually will be warmer for the Chiefs and Buffalo Sunday than it was on their home game the previous week. So, I mean, for Kansas City, for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, the, uh, yes, it's going to be loud. There's going to be lots of snow in the stands and all that. But weather-wise, I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. I worry about the injuries for the Buffalo Bills and Sean McDermott, some of those key positions. They're banged up on the defense. And I wonder how Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are going to exploit those injuries with a lot of backup players in key positions on the Bills' defense. And that's why I think it's going to be a very, very tight game. Yeah, as you know, I don't think there are too many pro football players at 100% this time of year, right? I'm yeah. sure the Chiefs have uh, their share of banged-up players, too. By the way, as I open the Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033, our viewers have fallen in love with Monty, and I asked you who he cheers for. David in Winnipeg writes in and says, Monty cheers for the underdog, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Jeff, thank you. And uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan in Calgary, feels that he cheers for the Coyotes. I guess I it, it doesn't need to be league specific from the dog family. Um, David of Winnipeg goes on to ask this: The thing I find curious about sports betting is the number of people who claim a game must be fixed because they lost their bet. I read this in chats all the time, especially when it's the NFL. The NFL doesn't need to fix games. If they did, don't you think they would fix them in favor of the Jets or the Giants, their biggest TV market? I mean, I hear it too because I follow fans on social media and I'm working the industry, but I also don't think the games are in any way, shape, or form fixed. And do you hear it? And if so, oh, what, do you, what do you think? I hear it all the time from all sports. And, and Rod, I, the, the, there's too much at stake, okay? Um, Players in the NHL, I mean, I'm assuming people know this, their pay stops once the regular season ends and then they are in the playoffs. They get a share of money, but it's a fraction of what they basically are working for free to win a Stanley Cup. And it's two months of hell, four seven game series. I don't think anyone's agreeing to fixing anything because it means too much to them to be a Stanley Cup winner, to win a Super Bowl, to win the Larry O'Brien trophy. You name the championship. Um, do I think that uh, there has been some shady dealings with referees and gamblers in sports in the past? And we've seen evidence of that in sports around the world. Yeah, it'd be silly not to say that doesn't happen, but to say things are rigged and it's, um, it's scripted. And I, I just, I refuse to believe that because in a football team, you're, you got 50 some guys. You're telling me you can convince 50 some people to do something so someone wins a bet? I just don't see it. Uh, for sure. And to be honest, I wish you could stand on a table and yell at all the fans, the millions of fans, and say it's not fixed. But then you look at who was their NBA referee, Tim Donahue. That's why they threw yeah. the book at him. They'd have put him in the electric chair if they could have because it threatens to bring down the whole thing. Man, sports betting is almost funding sports right now. Well, it's not almost. I think it is. It's funding sports television. I mean, that's part of the problem for a lot of people. I don't know about your circle of friends, my circle of friends, who actually have the betting apps and do bet now and then. It's it's overkill. They feel like it's rammed down their throat. And, and what gets me is it's a line change. So there's that 20-second you know, quick line change. They're going to have a face-off. 
And all of a sudden, there's a, someone's head pops up with a live, live bet right now. I'm like, wow. I mean, that's where it gets out of control, Rod, is it's in the game, during the game, during play, not even a TV timeout. And then they're telling you to bet. That's where I'm like, wow, that is, I mean, I know they want that gambling money, but it's almost too much. Well, I, I don't think that it's any further pushed down our throats than beer ads and uh, all kinds. We just notice it more because it's new. Um, that's my thought. I mean, as far as billboards in the outfield of Major League Baseball, just have a look sometime and CFL as well. Um, that's just my take. And again, there's no wrong answer to this. Yeah. I will. So we got Jim for about four to five more minutes. I'm going to open yeah. up the floor. I'm going to open up the podium to whatever anybody would like to talk about because Jim can talk about a variety of things. Uh, NFL, NHL is, is jammed. That's kind of where we'll stay. But B. Henderson in Winnipeg says uh, the Oilers can win 20 in a row, and I still wouldn't be convinced that they can win come playoff time. You're being snake charmed, Oiler fans. Of course, this is from a Jets fan. But I don't think it's, um, what should I say, ironic or fool's gold that the record set 17 games by the Pittsburgh Penguins in 93, and they never even got to the Stanley Cup. I think way too much stock is putting, being put in this Oilers win streak and all the streaks in the regular season this year. Maybe, but the Oilers needed that. I mean, up until the win streak, they were out of the wild card, and now they're beyond the wild card. They're in one of the top three in the Pacific. So I think that buys them a lot of breathing room. So if you're Connor McDavid and the Oilers, just keep stacking the wins. It gives you some insurance. It's of course, it's going to stop eventually. And then you'll have the regular ups and downs of the regular season schedule in the NHL. But I mean, you know, Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg, that's, can they beat him in a seven game series? It's a very valid question. Cause that's, I mean, there's a lot of teams around the league would want Hellebuck if they could get him. And that's the biggest problem is, you know, you're winning all these regular season games, game after game, but do you have the defense? Do you have the goaltending to win in a playoff series? And that's, in the last number of years, that's either got phenomenal goaltending or you've got fantastic defense and solid goaltending on the back end. I mean, that's the problem with the Leafs. They can score goals all day long, but no one's convinced they've got the goaltending and defense to go deep in the playoffs. And that's why, that's why defensemen are so valuable at the deadline because everyone's looking to add depth in the defense or find that goalie that gets hot at the right time. It's actually interesting you say that because what did Brad Treliving come in and do in the summertime? He signed Max Domi. He signed Ryan Reeves. He signed uh, Bertuzzi. Yeah. So those were all forward. And, and, and John Klingberg. Yeah. You know, so, you know, who's got a pretty good resume as a defenseman. But I, I can see Toronto doing something at the tr trade deadline. But I wonder if you're the Orders or the Jets and even the Canucks, why would you, given the way things are going? Why would you make any additions to what you have? They probably will do something, but I wouldn't. If I, I can see the Leafs doing it because they should. I absolutely love what Rick Tockett's done with the Canucks. I mean, that's the team like, like. I, I look at some of what their depth and the way they're playing. I'm like, damn, that's a good hockey team. I mean, that is a good hockey team. And, and he, everyone's, I mean, I've heard, I've like here in Ontario, like, well, they're, you know, they're okay, but they're going to fall on their face and they're going to hit a, they just keep winning, you know, and, and the Leafs are going to find out this weekend because they got to play him Saturday night. And, and I've seen some of the clips of that Quinn Hughes and the way he plays. I, I mean, I've seen some elite defensemen over the years, but he's on his way to becoming in that category. And so 
you've got a, a player like that in the back end, and if you get some decent goaltending, why not Vancouver? So that's part of the problem for Edmonton. You're going to deal with Winnipeg and Vancouver out west because they're both having good years, and Vegas isn't going away quietly either, or Colorado. Oh, there's a lot of great teams. It's funny, by the way, I've connected with Doug McLean this week. I don't know if you saw our social media. He's yeah. here in South Florida. Yeah. He joined our Florida uh, NHL podcast, and he blurted it out a couple of times. Panthers-Leafs, round one. I think you referenced it once here today. Are we thinking it's a slam dunk that those two are meeting again in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Unless I misheard you, but he's calling for it. Florida-Toronto Stanley Cup playoffs, again. Well, Pierre Lebrun, actually, the reason I brought it up is he had tweeted it out saying, by the way, if the season ended today, that's the matchup. And if you look at the standings, um, they're kind of almost locked into that first-round matchup right now. Now, things could change, but that's what it looks like. And it may be just a difference who has home ice advantage in that first-round matchup based on the standings in the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, it, um, I mean, I know it seems weird that we're in January talking about it, but I mean, Boston's got such a lead on both those teams. I don't see Boston falling in their face oh. to the point that they would lose the number one seed in the Atlantic. I don't see that, Rod. So, yeah, that looks like it would be a Florida-Toronto first-round playoff series. Well, we're, we just passed the halfway mark. Listen, you guys have been covering the NHL longer than me, but I'm, I'm saying look how much has happened in the first 41 games. Do we oh. not think there'll be a lot happen in the next 41 games? Not to mention the trade deadline. You know what I mean? Well, well in yeah, terms of and, muddling and, up the point totals. And so I think it, like out west you've got Calgary and Seattle are legit on the fringe to get into a wild card. So they're probably going to want to do something because they're that close. And it's the same thing in the East with Washington, Pittsburgh, and even the Islanders and the Devils. So you have four teams in the East that are just on the cusp of the wild card. And what will they do to get over the hump to try to get that last wild card? So I expect to be a pretty busy trade deadline because you're talking about six or seven teams that are right there and the teams that are already there trying to establish. So you know, trying to um, move up in the standings and hold on to your place in the standings in the last four or five weeks of the season is going to be really interesting to see, Rod. And I, that's why I think a lot of teams will go, hey, we're only a couple points out. Let's make a deal and make a run for it. Because it wasn't that long ago that the LA Kings made the playoffs on the last regular season game of the season and ended up winning the Stanley Cup. So if I'm a management and I'm a coach, I go, they did it just a few years ago. Why can't we do it? Calgary Flames might be one of those teams. Jim, Why not? thanks for pinch hitting with us. Uh, it's always a ton of fun with you. Enjoy the football, and uh, we'll be no. chatting with you soon. I just want to say something real quick. Uh, I had, we, my wife and I had to drive our, uh, our helper daughter moved to Edmonton over the holidays, and we had a beautiful drive through Saskatchewan, stopping in Mooseman, Regina, and Langham before we hit Deloitte Minister and ended up in Edmonton. And I driving in Saskatchewan, I absolutely loved it. It was wonderful. Love the province. Love it's everyone there. Uh, it's it's so underrated. Beautiful place. It's such an un and we were, you know, we're used to Ontario Farms Rod. We were like, can we can't see the end of this farm. We were driving and like, <laughs> when's the farm end? And, and then like, and it's like, funny. There's the farmhouse. We couldn't even see the farmhouse for the Trans Canada Highway. It's funny you say that because the I was saying to Serena the other day, the average farm size in Florida is 200 acres. 
in Canada, that's a sliver of land. Like, I'd like yeah. to pick up my farm and bring it here where it goes for $2 million an acre. <laughs> All right, Jeff, thanks for the kind words, man, and stay warm up there. Love you, Saskatchewan. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, thanks, Jim. Uh, yeah, the average farm size in Florida, 200 acres. That's nothing. And the average farm size in Canada is like 2,500 acres. Anyways... We'll be right back with a sports update. And it's just me and you the rest of the way. Whatever you'd like to talk about, 902-518-3033 in a football Friday. We're on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Just texting Jim Lang. He had some nice words for me, so I'm just returning those. It's important that you do that, don't you know? Ah, tell people you value them. A very unheralded trait in today's world, or habit. Folks, the Telemiracle 50-50 lotto is live now. You can get your tickets at telemiracle5050.com, but you just got to be 18 years of age or over and physically in the province of Saskatchewan to buy your tickets. We'll be selling them until February 23rd to support Saskatchewan's charity. Winner gets half the final pot if you're not familiar with how a 50-50 works. And visit telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. Telemiracle5050.com. Please don't wait. Get your tickets now and don't make the organizers sweat. I'll remind you, because you got to keep drilling it into your head, the text line's open from now to the end of the show. 902-518-3033 for Sober Carpenter non-alcoholic craft beers and you know what it's friday yahoo i got one here yeah buddy god you think i shook shook it up trust me i didn't it was just sitting on the floor here and now i got beer everywhere how about that non-alcoholic i might add but get your uh your weekend started with sober carpenter non-alcoholic crap beer i do not want to wipe it on my robe that i'm sitting on from bet regal because i think if i threw it in the wash machine that wouldn't end well that's just a guess um before we do get to your messages from our lovely audience the rod squad uh sports update on this friday we got some breaking news shane pinto has signed a contract with the Ottawa Senators for the remainder of the season. That paves the way for the 23-year-old to make his season debut Sunday at Philly. 
Pinto in October became the first modern NHL player suspended for violating the league's gambling policies. He was banned for 41 games of the season. Neither he nor the league would reveal exactly what he did to draw the suspension other than to say Pinto did not bet on hockey. His deal is worth a prorated league minimum of $775,000. I find it really interesting that the fans talk so much about sports betting, yet the mainstream media really doesn't unless they're being paid to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we do our bet regal deal or no deal picks, our NHL breakaway bet picks every day. But you don't see the talk shows like I, that I have seen, like McAfee or Overdrive or Pardon the Interruption. None of them talk about betting and what it's done to sport. And when I say what it's done to sport, I don't think it has hurt it at all. Revenue up is up. is a great thing for everybody. And I guess they feel like if we just don't talk about it, there's no scandals. I would like to get, and I'm only halfway through the sports update, by the way, but I would really like to get to the bottom of the Arlen Bruce the Fourth situation, and I may never. I don't know. I mean, I am not on the inside of the Canadian Football League. Do I have a good relationship with them? Yes, this football is part of the prize package that they sent me here in South Florida. But it's... Uh, if you're a CFL fan, you'll remember Arlen Bruce, the winner of two Grey Cups. His son suspended from the NCAA for betting violations at the University of Ottawa. He's now out of college football, signed with the CFL's Edmonton Elks in December. We've since learned that contract's been voided. And all I want to know is, is it because of his NCAA violations? Because if it's only about that, that to me is wrong. And I was told this came straight from the commissioner's desk, Randy Ambrosi. All the big issues do. And if it's not, we don't want any hint of somebody who's broken the rules with regards to gambling. It wasn't even in your league, bro. So I'd like to have that conversation. And if it has anything to do with his father, Arlen Bruce Sr., suing the CFL because of his concussion suffered during his Hall of Fame career, which he should be in the Hall of Fame, but they're punishing the kid because of what his dad did, that's just double wrong. But that's my take. Uh, curling, Canada's Kerry Anderson defeated American Tabitha Peterson 7-4 Thursday, no relation, to remain unbeaten at the Grand Slam of Curling's co-op Canadian Open in Red Deer. In other round-robin games, Edmonton's Selena Sturme posted a 6-1 win over Regina's Jolene Campbell, and Switzerland's Sylvana Turanzoni needed just five ends to complete a 7-1 route of Japan's Satsuki Fujisawa. Winnipeg's Jennifer Jones dumped Rebecca Morrison 12-5 in the early game at Service Arena. Uh, later Thursday, Ottawa's Rachel Holman dealt Isabella Rana of Sweden her first loss with a 7-3 win. All the greats are there, I see. Sweden's Anna Hasselberg remained unbeaten by taking down Kate Cameron of Winnipeg, 9-3. Uh, Chelsea Carey's filling in at skip for Cameron. Holy smokes, there was a lot of games. On the men's side, Bruce Mowat of Scotland stayed perfect with a 6-3 victory over American Corey Dropkin. American Daniel Casper handed Kevin Cooey of Calgary his first loss with a narrow 9-8 win. Matty Dunstone of Winnipeg beat 
Italy's Joel Retornaz 5-2, and Sweden's Nicholas Eden earned a 7-3 win over Scotland's James Craig. While we're at it, let's just keep going. In the final draw last night, Switzerland's Yannick Schwaller and Scotland's Ross White stayed undefeated. Schwaller won 8-7 against Winnipeg's Reed Carruthers, and White dealt Calgary's Brendan Botcher a 5-4 loss. So there you go. Sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, The Beekeeper. Starring John, uh, Jason Statham, Josh Hutcherson, Jeremy Irons, Dan Lee, Minnie Driver, and Felicia Rashad. That's right, formerly of The Cosby Show. And also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. We'll get to all and the last of your comments when we come back for overtime right after this. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Here we go. Overtime is brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in beautiful Calgary, Alberta, Canada. 28th Street Northeast is where you can find them. Look up Randy and Michelle there, tell them Rod sent you, and give them a follow on Instagram because Randy's putting all the cool things they do there on their Instagram. Overtime hockey lanes where skill and fun collide, 28th Street Northeast in Calgary. How about those flames? Uh, as it is overtime and we talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. It's a little silly. I mean, you, I get up this morning because it was a later game. I was not going to see the end of the Flames-Leafs game last night. And I see everybody's complaining. Everybody's talking about the challenge by the Leafs, which disallowed a Flames goal. And I just... The hot takes, they are what they are. I mean, I have mine. <laughs> and sometimes I encourage you not to listen to me. Don't take me seriously. Because Jermaine Franklin, longtime friend of mine, Works in Toronto, I believe he's from Toronto, but was in Calgary for 17 years covering the Flames for TSN. He said on Twitter, this is why everybody hates the Leafs because of this challenge by Shelby. No, that's not why everybody hates the Leafs, which incidentally, I don't hate the Leafs. But that's not why they hate the Leafs. He, Sheldon Keefe was doing his job. Called for a challenge. He was right. The goal was taken off the board and his team won. Why would you hate anybody for that? That's the mechanism that's put in place. Hate the player, don't hate the game. If you don't like the rule, take it up with the NHL. But Sheldon Keeper was doing what was best for his hockey team last night. I don't understand where Frankie was coming from on that. There's lots of reasons to hate the Leafs, but that's not one. Just my take. Wayne in BC, and I left my sober carpenter beer over there as I cleaned up. Wayne uh, writes in, 902 line. He says, I wanted to let you know, Rod, that I just love sober carpenter beer. As a matter of fact, I mostly drink sober carpenter beer at home now. Thanks for promoting it to me. Thank you for picking up the mantle, Wayne, and being such a 
P1, Priority One viewer, member of the Rod Squad. You're here every day. It's outstanding. You're seeing it on the screen. Just ask for it by name. We have it here in South Florida, Total Wine and Spirits. It's all over Calgary. Why I'm saying Calgary, I'm not sure, but we spent a lot of time in Calgary the last couple of years. Kensington Wine and Spirits, Calgary Co-op has it. Lakeview Fine Foods in the Queen City of Regina. And you obviously found it in uh, Victoria. And you can order it right online at SoberCarpenter.com. Tim Penner is a new writer to the show. Tim Penner is in Abbotsford, British Columbia. Beautiful community there. I've been to that hockey arena. Why did I go? I went and watched the American Hockey League teams of Vancouver and Calgary play there one night. And I was real ha um, pleased with the, the green landscape and the dairy cattle dotting the countryside as we drove out to Abbotsford. Beautiful place. Tim said, BC is a beautiful drive to Flatland Edmonton. That is a nice drive. Did it many, many times on a hockey bus. Uh, David in Winnipeg says, the Oilers and Leafs Achilles heel is their goaltending. Leafs also lack team structure and tend to rely on their big three. Well, we got a half a season to go before playoffs. So I think we all expect these teams to be in it. Winnipeg, Toronto, Edmonton, Vancouver's joined the party. And from there, it's anybody's guess. But it's different than football, isn't it? We've sat here and spent a lot of time today in a football Friday talking about what's going to happen in the NFL games. And I love, we're going to see hours, and we are seeing hours and hours and hours of talk on television. You're hearing it on the radio, breaking down the numbers. And then you got a game like Green Bay in Dallas last weekend where the Cowboys had won 16 in a row at home. The best defense, certainly in that game, and they don't even show up. There were two upsets on the weekend in the NFL. Will there be any this weekend? Just so you know, I'm picking the home teams, but I've told you, don't take my betting advice. You're welcome. Uh, hey, Arlen Bruce writes in and says, uh, Great morning, RP. I think the only two guys to break the Madden curse were Brady and Mahomes. You think Josh Allen will survive it this year? LOL. Chiefs all the way. And by the way, who will be the next CFL commissioner? Well, number one, it's job ain't open. And I do kind of have a policy of not talking about jobs while somebody currently is in them. It served me well. So when it comes open, we'll talk about it then. I've got the Bills picked to win at home over Kansas City. All the home teams I've got picked to win. So that would mean Buffalo and Josh Allen will win. Sea uh, Lightning 300. That's the account. Writes in and says, skilled teams have a disadvantage in the playoffs when their referees put away their whistles. Not going to disagree with you. And I'm wondering what sport you're talking about, by the way. I mean, I really loathe that every single, every single day, pay attention, we're mired in this officiating talk. Like today, the Leafs-Flames game last night. Or coming out of this weekend's NFL games, the officiating will be a large focus. It may not be the number one topic, but it will be a topic. And as long as you have the human element, there's going to be mistakes. And uh, you, you listen, you, you, you're probably not going to agree with me when I say these games aren't fixed. There's nobody in sport that will tell you that they are. Because they're not. But the fans seem to think that they are. And uh, clearly there's no convincing them.
Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, have a great Friday squad. Enjoy whichever games you watch this see this weekend. I'll be in Albany looking to see if the Firewolves go 7-0 on Saturday. By the way, NHL tonight, there are four games. Detroit at Carolina, I'll take the Canes to win. New Jersey at Columbus, I'll take the Devils to win. Minnesota at Florida, I'll take the Panthers to win. And Islanders at Chicago, I'll take the Islanders to win. Dub tonight, God's team. The Regina Pats are home to the Lethbridge Hurricanes. The Moose Jaw Warriors are at Swift Current. Saskatoon Blades at Calgary. PA Raiders at Edmonton. Red Deer at Medicine. At Medicine Hat. Portland at PG, Everett at Spokane, Seattle at Tri-City, Vancouver at Kelowna. Get out and uh, support your junior teams, everybody. And when you do, drive safe. And, uh, hey, from Chad and Lethbridge, have a great weekend, RP. Make sure you have some tissues for Serena when the Flames break the streak on Saturday. They're already talking about it. Battle of Alberta on Saturday. I hear they're wearing their Heritage Classic jerseys in it. Keep your stick on the ice. You too, Chad. We'll see you all Monday, noon Eastern, right here. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.